The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The following show is proudly brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN. Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs out there. What I really love about entrepreneurs is uh, how they can make money from absolutely anything. And one of those entrepreneurs in studio with us today is making money out of recycling other people's waste. Her name is Carmen Yodan from Whole Earth. It's a recycling company and she's also in partnership with a group of sorters with the aim of them earning some money themselves. Let's have a look. Whole Earth Recycling specializes in weekly collections of dry recyclables and electronic waste. The company was founded in 2014 by owner Carmen Yodan and has 6,000 pickup points which include schools, office spaces, as well as households. Carmen began this business because of her love for people and the environment. So I've always had um, a passion for people and the environment. Um, my parents uh, brought me up hiking and doing backpack trails, bird watching, and um, I basically then decided to study a BSc in environmental management. When I finished my honours year, I got scooped up by a recycling company and just got sucked into the recycling industry, and I absolutely love it. Um, so Whole Earth allows me to help the environment while helping people as well through our community projects. The company has 17 permanent employees and has 24 part-time employees from the community project they work in partnership with. Common aims to take the business to the next level. We'd like to try and close the, the loop, the recycling loop. So what we'd like to do is now start processing, further processing some of the materials that we collect. So if we pelletize the plastics, they can then be used for um, making new plastic materials. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's, that's the next step. Carmen six guidance from Elan on how to step out of the box. I'd love for Elan to guide us on how to take a very big step. So how do we go from being a big, small business to being a listed company? You know, how do you bridge that gap? So the reason why we'd like to take that step is we'd, we'd obviously like to grow, but this model is really sustainable and it's working and it's working well. So if we can replicate this in different suburbs, we can reach a point where we can employ thousands of people and protect the environment. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you. So if I had to ask you uh, which part of the recycling value cycle are you best at? Because you spoke about, you know, palletizing, mm -hmm. is it collection? I don't know the whole cycle, but if you said you were good at one part, really good at that, which part would it be? So I think we've perfected the collections and the sorting of um, mixed dry recyclables. Okay, what, what does, for, for the viewers, what does mixed dry 
okay. recyclables. So dry recyclables are like your paper, plastic, glass, cans, um, cartons, which is like your um, long life milk, and then electronic waste. So pretty much anything with a plug. Um, our clients put all the recycling together in the same bag. They don't have to sort it into different bags. And then we collect that. And the community project that we support sorts the recycling to generate an income for them. So from that, from that point, then it goes to palletizing it, is that right? So it depends on the different products. So the, we crush the glass and that goes off to manufacturers where it gets made into new glass bottles. Um, the plastics, uh, some of them we bale and that also gets sent off to manufacturers where it will then be um, pelletized and used to make new products. And then um, the paper is sent to the paper mills where they um, basically mix it with water and this massive blender. And then they make new paper sheets, uh, toilet paper, depending on the, the grade of the paper. So where is the highest re uh, return on invest, the highest margin in that cycle? Which part of that whole cycle, that value chain, uh, where's the highest margin? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose the, the further you process a recyclable, the more value it has. So yeah. if you collect mixed recycling, it has zero um, sort of value whatsoever. Yeah. As soon as it becomes uh, sorted, it, it then has a slightly higher value. If you then granulate it, um, like for example, the plastic, you cut it into smaller pieces, it has a slightly higher value wash it, pelletize it, it can now be used um, instead of raw materials to make um, new products. So I suppose it would be, you know, on the manufacturing side. Okay. Um, so, so just coming back to the growth, um, it, you, you talk about scaling, scaling the business. What, and, and I'm sure you've heard the term economies of scale. What economies of scale are there in scaling? What becomes cheaper per unit? Uh, as you scale? Is it labor becomes cheaper per unit? Is it electricity? Is it rent? What becomes cheaper per unit as you get bigger? Sure, I'm not sure. Um, I don't have enough expertise on the manufacturing side to be able to answer No, that, within your environment, within mm -hmm. the collections and the sorting, mm -hmm. if you collected 10 times more yes. and you sorted 10 times more, right? Yes, So okay. per ton or per... What, what gets cheaper specifically? What gets cheaper so the transport. more? Transport. So transport. ultimately, um, if yeah. we were to collect more, manufacturers would be able to, uh, we'd have more stock to bail, for example. Manufacturers would be able to collect more from us. And the higher volumes of recyclables that you are able to sell to manufacturers, the higher price they are um, able to offer you per kilogram of each product. Okay. Because it costs them less to come and collect it. Um, they'll be able to fill an entire truck with cardboard, for example. Um, but they could bring a large truck in order to collect it. So the transport costs would go down substantially. Okay, so, so I'm going to give you a couple of comments. I'm going to give you a couple of things to think about in terms of wanting to scale. And scale is one of my pet passions. Um, so, um, and... For me, the, the biggest issue and why I ask the question on economies of scale is very often when businesses scale, they, there are no economies of scale. They're actually the reverse. Is it requires uh, additional layers of management which yes. cannot be amortized sufficiently within the business. And as this business gets bigger and bigger, many entrepreneurs and many viewers out there will know that uh, 
that you, some people say, you know, when I was a much smaller business, I made lots more money. Now I've got more problems and there's less, less profit. So the, the, what's very important is to understand from a, from a model point of view, if the business scales okay, with, with economies of scale within it. So that's, that's the important thing to, uh, to, to look at. The second thing is that, you know, it's the decision whether to go ask the question around down the, the uh, up the up or down the value chain, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I suppose there's very little down the value or down the value chain as opposed to, f f um, uh, you know, looking at the uh, pelletizing and and you know bailing etc. or cutting into smaller pieces. So it seems like that's the one route, mm -hmm. but the other route is sideways. You speak about opening more and more of these areas. So then the question comes back to again around economies of scale. If mm -hmm. you've got three different geographies, is there really economies of scale? What, wha mm -hmm. Or is it just three more pro or two more problems than, than your one area? And should you rather have one, one place with that gets bigger? Mm -hmm. So th that's the, that these are strategic yes. questions that you have to be asking yourself. Mm. It makes sense because ultimately, um, for example, just say we currently take one vehicle and we don't have enough clients in each area to fill a truck. So we might drive to five different suburbs. But if we could have a branch in each suburb and we could just collect from those houses, our transport costs and everything would go down um, unless the and the volume un of recyclables would go up. Unless there isn't sufficient uh, product coming from, from that area. So That's correct, yes. And then you're back at the same problem. Yeah. So so to me, this is a strategy problem, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's a modeling problem, okay? And so to me, if, if to work out whether what to do is not a simple, uh, uh, in a four minute discussion, this is about sitting with, with somebody to say, to work out from a model point of view in, in, in a very clear Excel terms, in a yes. model term, w w if there are economies of scale, what are the volumes? And then you practicalize that by saying, well, the model says this thing works, but practically I know that that do doesn't work. So there's okay. a mixture between looking at this, this Excel model yeah. that you, with somebody who knows how to build that, and you saying, we'll never be able to get that volume. Okay. So then if the answer is we'll never be able to get that volume, the answer would be, well, where could we get that volume? So that might be we have to move somewhere else where there is that volume. Mm -hmm. or we need to go uh, d down the value chain, and so we need to now start uh, pelletizing and, and uh, bailing and going down the value chain because I can't get growth, profitable growth, by getting by making more. Yes. It doesn't work practically. So, th so what what I'm in a in a very convoluted way trying to say to you <laughs> is that this is a strategy question. Kay. And not uh, there is no answer. There is an answer that's a function of your practical experience of where you are and the and your real costs in in your environment, which I I don't know. Mm -hmm. So the quick answer is to find somebody who can help you work that out. Okay, in, in practical terms, I can give you the directions, mm -hmm. but I can't give you the answer because I don't know what that Excel spreadsheet says, okay. and I don't know what the volumes are that would support that model. Yes. And I don't know the practicality of pelletizing and, and the, th that cost. But I think leave here maybe a little unsatisfied, but just with <laughs> the answer as to this is a strategy question okay. and, and a modeling question. Thank and you, you have to solve that before you can solve your problem. 
Carmen, that's all we've got time for. Uh, I do wish you the, the very best. Thank you. And uh, uh, great things for, for our economy and for our environment. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll be right back straight after this. Everywhere you go, MTN.